Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Using marijuana before the age of 25 could actually cause changes in our memory. That's because THC, the active chemical in weed, attaches to receptors in the hippocampus, the part of your brain that creates memories. Learn about marijuana at our website. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast, hosted by your one and only Jubin Jean Georges. Good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How was your day? How was your night? Before I start, I just want to say my number one question, uh, my number one message. If you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time. Right now is the time for you to actually do that. Once again, if you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time to actually do so. After that, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. Today, guys, I am coming to you guys with episode 45. I am coming to you guys with episode 45. Today, we're going to spend some, some time to actually talk about you know, how can I go to heaven? You know, what are the things that we, you know, you need to do, like we need to do, like I need to do for me to actually be able to go to heaven? You know, being a Christian guy is not easy. Being a man of God or woman of God is really not easy, guys. It is very a hard journey. You know, because we have multiple enemies actually, you know, after you and me to make me and you actually don't want to do the will of God. Don't want to do the things that me and you supposed to do so we can be able to, to go to heaven. I don't know for you, but for me, I actually hear that so many times or heard that so many times that a lot of people are saying that, you know, all I have to do, all I have to, you know, like, is to be good, is to do good to people. A lot of people say, like, I am going to heaven because I am good. I'm a good person. You know, you know, I have a good heart. I help people. I do all the stuff. I am going to heaven no matter what. And then they think that they can actually live their life however they want to. But it's not like that. though. You cannot live your life however you want to and then thinking that you are going to heaven. There is a lot of, you know, like um, passage, chapter, verse in the Bible that actually talk about it. 
they actually talk about the thing that God want me and you to do so we can be able to go to heaven. And this day and that um and this day and time that we actually like living right now, life is so you know, like so hard right now. Me and you, we are very busy. Sometimes we don't even think, you know, take a minute to actually think about, you know, is my life okay with God? If I die right now, am I going to heaven? A lot of us, like we listening to like government, scientists, TV, everything, you know, there, there is a lot of, you know, like stuff going on because the enemy is using television to actually brainwash me and you. A lot of us, we actually, you know, asking ourselves that question. If there's an afterlife, if there's really like an afterlife, you know, some of you, we believe, some of us, we believe there's hell. Some of us, we believe there's heaven. You know, at the same time, we doubt it. Me, to be honest with you, I don't doubt it. You know, because of my experience, my life experience, my experience with God, I do not doubt heaven. And hell, I know there is a heaven, and I know there is a hell. God give us the Ten Commandments for us to actually follow. Because the Ten Commandments is not an easy thing to actually follow. God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for me and you in the cross. Right now, we are living by the grace, not by the law. But the Ten Commandments is still there for us to actually follow it. You know, the Ten Commandments did not cancel because Jesus died for us. Like, you know, like the Ten Commandments is still, yeah, it's still, you know, like we're supposed to still follow the Ten Commandments. It's just like Jesus died for me and you, you know, like, you know, like that give us like a, you know, a way that we are living through, through grace. Because like when we sin, when we disobey the Ten Commandments, we actually do something else. We are able to find forgiveness from God through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. But it doesn't mean that the Ten Commandments has been canceled. The Ten Commandments is still here. The Ten Commandments is still here, ladies and gentlemen. We're supposed to follow the Ten Commandments. We're supposed to follow the thing that, you know, God say in the Bible. You know, like, if we jump on John 5, verse 24, I surely say, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hear my word and believe in him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed through death to life. So, whoever hear the gospel and believe in he who sent him, Jesus actually was talking about his father that actually sent him. We'll have eternal life. And then Matthew 7, 21 through 23, I should say, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I should say, not everyone who say to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. That way they just prove to you what I just said. That a lot of people are saying that, oh, all I have to do is, you know, you know, like be good, do good. You know, I'm a good person. You know, I'm actually going to heaven because I'm a good person. I did good to people. 
But my, you know, the Bible that I read actually say you have to accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Just because you are like good, you're doing good. All your life you've been doing good. You're living like a decent life. You don't do the thing the worldly people do, but you never receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Because of that, it doesn't mean that you are going to heaven just because you are good, just because you're doing good. Everybody have good in them. A lot of us choose to do bad, but all of us have good in us. You might do like 20-some years doing bad one day, you will do good. So it doesn't mean that being good or do good will bring you straight to heaven. Because you have to follow the protocol. Just like, once again, I love taking like, you know, example. When I'm actually talking, I like to take an example. Just like a job, you apply for a job, you get the job. There's rules and policy that you have to follow. If you don't follow the rules and policy, you're going to lose your job. Right? So for you to get the job, what is the number one thing you do? You apply for the job. And then and then they give you the job, and then after that, you have to follow the protocol. You have to follow the rules and regulations. Same thing for God. You first, The first thing that you need to do for you to be able to go to heaven is to accept Jesus Christ and to your life as your Lord and Savior. And then after that, you need to follow the rules. The rules are the thing that God wants me and you to do as a, as a believer, as a man of God, as a woman of God, as his children. They are things that we're supposed to do. A lot of us, we go to church every Sunday. Some of us, we go to Bible study on Wednesday. Some of us, we go to church on Friday. You know, some of us, we go to church on Saturday. And then God sends somebody your way for you to help them. You don't help them. So you are not doing the things that require, you know, as being a child of God. Not sinning, not killing people, not, you know, like, not stealing, not doing those, you know, like those sin, um, you know, like those sinful things are not the only thing that God asks me and you to do. Because God said that, help your brothers and sisters. Feed the one that's in need. A lot of us, like, we say that we are men of God and women of God, and then, like, we are not, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of people, like, around you that's, you know, like, that's, suffering that's hungry and then you're not even doing nothing for them but you don't have a problem taking your money to go gamble you don't have a problem taking your money playing for the lottery because there's a lot of money you know in the lottery and then somebody right there next to you you actually not helping them not everybody need help you know I'm talking about like the one that really 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 need the help there's some people they will come to you they will ask you for, you know, for something. It's not because they need the thing. They don't really, you know, like a need because, like, they have a wolf over their head. Some of them marry. Some of them have husbands. Some of them have, you know, wives. Some of them have jobs, you know, and stuff like that. But they always put in the back of their head like they need something from you. But those people are not really in need. But I'm talking about the one that really in need that's in the street. So... All the things that God wants us to do that are required as being a believer is to, God said, we need to pray, meditate, and fast. 
a lot of us don't do that. A lot of us, like, we don't pray. I'm sorry, I'm going to put this. A lot of us, like, we don't pray. A lot of us, like, we don't read our Bible. A lot of us, like, we don't fast. But God asks me and you to actually do that. Those are the, you know, like, those are the requirements. Those are the things that can, you know, that can able, that's able to bring you to heaven. Because when you fast, when you pray, when you meditate in the Word of God, when you meditate in the Word of God, because the Bible said the Word of, you know, the, you know, like the, you know, the Word of God is God. Because like when you meditate in the Bible, you are reading, you are meditating in the Bible, you are getting to know God, you are getting, Jesus, you know, Jesus Christ more and more. And then when you pray, you get closer and closer and closer to God. And then when you ask for forgiveness, especially before you go to sleep, you ask for forgiveness. And then when you wake up in the morning, you ask God to, you know, to protect you during the day because you don't know what's going to happen. So we have, you know, as a believer, as a man of God and as a woman of God, me and you, we have to pray, we have to fast, we have to meditate in the word of God. A lot of Christians these days, they live in their life. I say that so many times, I'm going to keep saying it. A lot of us, like, we live our life however we want to, like, you know, we carry ourselves in the presence of God the same way we carry ourselves in the street. We carry ourselves, you know, like, the, the same way in the presence of God, the, you know, we carry ourselves in the presence of God the same way we carry ourselves when we actually you know, around worldly people. A lot of us as men of God and women of God, you know, like all our friends are like worldly people. You know, I do not know why, because like, we say that we are men of God, right? And then we have worldly people. I'm not saying for you not to have worldly people. You know, like we have worldly people right people that's not serving god right and then you think that because me and you are women of god and men of god we are praying we are doing all those stuff we are the one that's gonna influence the friend that's not a christian for some reason is the other one is the other way around the non-christian usually be the one that's influence the christian what do i mean about it the Christian, the men of God, and the women of God start acting the same way the worldly person is acting when the worldly person is supposed to be the one acting the way they act. And then, you know, like when they're supposed to be the one, they actually change the worldly person, but the worldly person is the one that changed them. I don't know if you guys seen that, but that's very strange to me. It's because those people are not praying, they're not fasting. They're not doing the things that God wants them to do. So they say they are men of God and women of God, but they are, they are weak spiritually. That's one of the reasons why it is easy for a non-believer to change them, make them start acting just like the worldly person is acting. It is easy to sin more than, more than doing good. It is easy to do bad and then hard to do good. 
sometimes we say the things when we actually talking about it it sounds very easy very simple but to do it the flesh do not want me and you to actually do it do you have to be in church every day do you have to be in church every sunday do you have to be in church every wednesday do you have to be in church every you know whenever they have service at your church for you to go to heaven The answer is no. Just like Matthew 7, 21 through 25 say, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Not everyone who say to, to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not pro uh, prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name? And do many miracle work in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You know? So like, those are the people that's in church. Those are the people that's calling them, you know, them, that's calling themselves pastors, bishop, missionary, jack. You know, like all those big titles that's in the church. And then even the people that don't have a title, they're just in church. God, Jesus is going to tell them, depart from me, I never knew you. But I'm not saying that for you not to go to church. It is good to go to church because when you go to church, you find all the people that are stronger than you spiritually to support you. To support you like in your weak point. The thing that you're weak, you're going to find all the people that are strong and then they're going to help you. So actually be stronger. They're going to help you to fight. They're going to help you to pray when you go into, you know, like when you go into tribulation. They're going to help you to fast when you're not able to fast. God going to, you know, like when God not able to find you, to talk to you, because sometimes when you're so busy, God don't even, you know, like God is not able to find you because our mind is so busy. Our life is so busy, we never take time to actually talk with God. God will use somebody at the, you know, at the church to bring a message to you. Or you might be doing the sermon that the pastor is doing. God might say something through the pastor to you, and only you get the message. Nobody else get it. But it doesn't mean that you have to be in church every day. You know, some Christian people make it seem like if you don't go to if you don't come to church, you're going to hell. The Bible didn't say if you don't go to church, you're going to hell. Because God is living in us, is not living in the church, is living in us. We are the church. The church is just the building. We are the church. So if you ever go to a church or uh, if you know someone that actually been saying those stuff to you, you know, it's not me, I'm gonna tell you. It is not true. If the person coming to you saying, oh, if you don't come to church every Sunday, if you don't come to Bible study, etc., you are not going to heaven. That is a lie. Most of them do that because when you come to church, you give money. They have bills to pay. When you don't come, when you don't come to church, you don't send your money. I bet you. If you don't go to church, but you always send your money, they're not going to have no problem that you stay home because your money is coming. Some people do that. They don't go to church, but they always send their tithe to the church. They always send their offering to the church. 
So they don't really give those people problem because they still were saving the money. Those are for the church that, that, that don't really care for the, you know, for your soul. Those are the church that God don't even know them. But the church that God know, you know, like actually the pastor is someone that God called to, those people will check on you. You know, when they don't see you in church, they're going to call you. They're going to say, hey, my brother or my sister, how are you doing? We haven't seen you in church for a while. I know I know that you send your money in. The money is not the only thing, you know, like that we're actually looking for. Yeah, thanks to God, you know, you bless the church, you know, et cetera. But your soul, your spirit, it's what we focus more. You know, have you been, you know, I know you home, but do you pray at home? Do you fast? Do you meditate? Do you do all those stuff? So the pastor or the leader in the church will do that. So there's a way that we, we're supposed to live our life. I'm not saying like because you smoke, you're not going to heaven. That's your relationship between you and God. Because God only counts the last second of your life, like the moment you're going to die, the last breath of your life, where you're going. So, so, so you know, like somebody might do like many years, they're they doing bad. And then two seconds of one minute before they die, they confess their sin to Christ and they receive Jesus Christ into their life as their Lord and Savior. And then like they save. There's way that us believers, I'm not saying Christian, I'm not saying religion, because God did not create religion. There's way that me and you supposed to act, supposed to talk, supposed to, you know, like the thing that we're supposed to do. You know, sometimes things happen that make you pose and ask yourself that question. If I die right now, am I going to heaven? I ask myself that question. I don't know for you, but I ask myself that question sometimes. If I die right now, am I going to heaven? If I die right now, am I going to hell? What are the things that's in my life that need to change? What are the things that's, uh, that I'm doing right now that's not of God that I need to stop? What are the things that I'm not doing enough that I need to start doing? You might be doing like 50% of the thing that God wants you to do, but what, are, what about the other 50%? So sometimes, you know, I say, okay, what are the things that I'm supposed to do that I'm not doing right now? You know, I, I don't know if you do that, but sometimes you have to take some time and pose and think about your life and ask yourself those questions. If you die right now, are you going to heaven? What are the things that you are doing that might cause you to miss heaven? We are living like in a time right now. 99.9% of the prophecy in the Bible actually come true. God might return any time, any second. God is giving people vision, message to actually give to me and you. We're not taking them serious. Instead of us taking God serious, we're going deeper into the world. Instead of us start doing the thing that we're supposed to be doing to be okay to make it to heaven, we're doing the positive. 
you know? The flesh do not want me and you to make it to heaven. Some of you, you have a friend or a cousin or a wife or husband, a boyfriend or girlfriend, sister, brother, mother, father. They're actually dragging you back. The enemy is using them to drag you back so you, so you can miss heaven. But because you never take some time, you never take the time to say, huh, what is going on here? You are allowing those stuff to happen over and over. You might miss heaven. A lot of you have friends saying like, oh, there's no heaven. God is not will. Okay. Think, think about it. Who, who created me and you? Everything that we're actually saying right now, who created them? Something had to create them. We do believe there, there is a God. We just choose not to believe that my Father is the true God. Some of you just choose to believe that Jesus Christ is not really the Son of God. We believe other God is the true God. The God of your imagination is the true God. The God that human beings create is the true God. Or can I go to heaven? That's the question today. The first thing again is to accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior if you haven't done it. And then meditate into the word of God. Pray fast. And follow the rules and policy of being a man of God and a woman of God. I'm not saying being a Christian. I'm not saying being a religion. Because God did not create religion. That's what, that's the confusion that we actually have right now. Every religion is saying that this is the way that God wants you to be. This is the thing that God, you know, God wants you to say. This is the way that God wants you to be, behave, act, talk, dress. You know, God don't have a problem if you have multiple wives. God don't have no problem if you gay, if you lesbian. God don't have no problem if you do bad every day. You know, you know, like this and that. It's just like crazy. It's just like there's too much. Some of us, we are confused. We do not know which will, you know, which God to believe. Who do you who do you guys think is doing that? Like who? Satan is the one that creating this confusion. Satan is the one that making people like create all those religions so he can confuse you. So you don't know the real thing that God, God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit wants you to do so you can be able to make it to heaven. Some people saying there is more than one way to heaven. But Jesus said there is only one way to heaven. That's through him. Even the God, you know, like, even my Father in heaven say, the only way to heaven is through his Son, Jesus Christ. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. 
So that is the number one way to make it to heaven. That is the number one way to go to heaven, is to accept Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior. Do good to others. That's another thing that God wants me and you to do as a man of God and woman of God, as his children. Do good to others. Children, obey your parents. Stop sinning. Thou shalt not have other God before me. Thou shalt not make yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the you know or on the earth. Thou shalt not, you know, take the name of the Lord for vain, you know, in vain, for the Lord will not hold any, you know, anyone. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Yeah, you know, that's that's one thing, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't been doing the Sabbath day. Once again, there is a lot of confusion. Some people say the Sabbath day is on Saturday. Some people say it's on Sunday. You know, but that's one thing that we're supposed to do. Honor your father, your mother, so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. Thou shalt not murder. A lot of people are doing that. Don't you guys feel like it is easy for someone to just take somebody's life? I'm not mad. With no human being. I am mad with the true enemy. The true enemy is Satan. And all those demons. Because they are the one that possess those people that are going around taking somebody's life. It is hard for me to kill a mouse. It is hard for me to kill a cockroach. It is hard for me to kill any animal. And you think it's going to be easy for me to take somebody's life. The demon or the one that possess those people that, you know, like make them have the, have the courage, have the, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like have, have the courage to take somebody, take somebody's life. If it was for us, if you, you know, if they wasn't possessed, I promise you, they was not going to be able to actually do it because the conscience in them will make them not do it, but they actually possess. That's one of the reasons why it's easy for someone to, to just take a gun or take a knife and take your life away. That shall not commit adultery. A lot of us are doing that. We are married. We're going around sleeping around. You're going around sleeping around. That shall not steal. These days, it is easy. It is easy for me and you to actually steal. For like our example, that that's something that a lot of us don't take don't take very serious, right? We go to a hotel, right? We pay for the hotel. And then before we leave, some of us, we take a towel. Some of us, we take something from the hotel, like, you know, like those stuff belong to you. You are stealing. 
And then you are in church every day. You are in church every Sunday saying hallelujah, hallelujah, and you forget that you was at a hotel and then you stole something at the hotel. Taking something that don't belong to you, you're stealing. Taking somebody's life, you are stealing that person's life. Stealing is not just like you're stealing money. It's anything. You kill someone, you stole some, you know, that person's life. You betray a friend, you stole that, you know, like, you know, like the church that the friend had in you. You go to your mom's wallet, you take a, uh, you know, like a dollar, you know, you know, you actually take a dollar and then like you're talking about, you know, you know, you, you took like a dollar and then. You're talking about like you're gonna, you know, you're talking about like you're gonna replace it back. You stole the money. You know? Yes, she's your mother. Yes, she will understand. Yes, you're gonna put the money back. Yes, you put the money back, but you took it. You took something that didn't belong to you, so you steal it. That shall not give false testimony against your brother. Have you ever, like, gave a, a false testimony against your brother? Your brother doesn't mean that he's supposed to be your blood brother. Anybody around you. Have you ever gave a false testimony? Testimony mean that have you ever said something that wasn't true against a brother? Against a friend, against a co-worker to get them fired. Against somebody's girlfriend just because you want the girlfriend for yourself. And then you're telling the girlfriend lies about your friend because you want the girl to leave your friend so you can be able to talk to the friend and you know and take the friend for your you know and take the girl for yourself have you ever lied to somebody's wife or to somebody's husband just because you want the wife for yourself or you want the husband for yourself Have you ever steal somebody's identity just because you want to get approved for a car, but you stole somebody's identity, pretend that you are the person when you know that you are not? You are giving like false testimony. False testimony is, is like, you know, something that's not true that you was actually saying. Just because you want somebody called, you stole somebody's identity, then you pretend that you are the person to actually apply for a loan, but you know that you are not who you say you are. Huh? Have you ever lied to your baby father Pretending that he's not in your child's life 
he's not taking care, you know, like your child. He's not giving you money for your child just because you want to put them on child support to actually get money. That is a full testimony when you know the father is in the child life. He's been giving you money since day one. He's been spending his money since day one. He's always around, but because you you think that if you put him on child support, you're going to get more money, so you gave false testimony. Hmm? Have you ever done that? Have you ever tell your kid that to tell a debt collector that you are not home, you no longer live at the house just because you want them to stop calling you? That is a, you know, like a false testimony. Have you ever done that? That shall not come in your, uh, your, your neighbor house. That shall not come in your neighbor wife. Same thing. Like, it means that, just like I just said, you should not tell lies. You know, you should not tell lies against, you know, against your neighbor. Your neighbor could be someone next to you, someone close to you. You should not tell lies. You should not say all those stuff. Just because you want the person husband, you want the person wife. Those are the ten, so, you know. Those are the ten commandments. Those are the ten thing. Uh, the ten rules. I'm gonna call them rules, like policy, being a man of God. Being a woman of God. Can you meet those standards? Have you ever broken one of those commandments by acting by act or by action or word? I have. I don't I don't know for you, but I have. Saying those things sound very simple, sound very easy. A lot of you might say, oh, that's nothing. I can't do it. But it's not. Because the enemy will, you know, like, will not allow you to do those Ten Commandments. Because the enemy knows that if you do those Ten Commandments every day, you will be a righteous person. You will be someone that's pleasuring God every day. Instantly, if you die, you go to heaven instantly because you are following the Ten Commandments. So you think the enemy is going to allow you to do it. No, he's not. It's not. Trying to please God is not easy. God give us the tools we need so we can know what to do, so we can make it to heaven. But it's not easy to actually do it. 
That's why the number one thing that you could do every day is to always ask for forgiveness, even when you don't even remember if you sin or not. That's the best time to ask for forgiveness. Even if you know you didn't sin during the day, you might think that you didn't sin during the day, but you did. But into our eyes, we think that we didn't sin during the day, so still ask for forgiveness. That's one thing that will always make sure that you are ready to get to heaven. Because if you ask for forgiveness right now, you pray, you you know, like you know, you ask God for forgiveness, and then you go out, something bad happened to you, you die. I believe you're going to heaven because you already confess your sin. You know, you already renew your relationship with God. You confess your sin to him. So that is another way. That's why God telling me and you, we need to confess our sin every day. That is a way for me and you to always know. That is a way for me, for me and you, like men of God and women of God, to always make sure that whatever happened to you, whenever you die, you are going to heaven. Is by confessing your sin every day, every second, every hour. When you wake up in the morning, during the day, before you go to sleep, because you don't know if you're going to wake up the next day. You know, we need to start living as God wants me and you to live. What is the number one thing that can make you fail? What is the number one thing that can make you miss heaven? The number one thing and the only thing is sin. Because everything you do that's not of God, the name of it is sin. So we need to learn how to fight sin. Don't just give up and let sin take over your life. So we need to be careful. Me and you, we need to be careful. I believe, God, that's all I had for you guys today. And I pray that those words that I actually say today, God, use them to actually touch your heart. I pray that God walk through you. I pray that God refresh your mind, open your eyes, and tell you the thing that you are doing that's not of him. If you die in the moment that you are doing those things, you might go to hell. I pray that God reveal those stuff to you and talk to you. And so you can stop doing those, those things that's not of God. And I pray that God give you the courage for you to be able to do it. And at the same time, pray for me too. Because it is not easy to do the things of God. After that, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching me. 
continue sharing my, you know, like my live. I really appreciate the people that are watching me live right now. I really appreciate it. You know, today is Wednesday, guys. You know, I may not seem like I'm tired. I am exhausted right now, guys. I don't know if you guys catch it from my voice, but you guys can tell that I am very, you know, tired. You know, continue sharing for me, guys. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Continue follow me on Facebook. Help me grow my Instagram, my Twitter, my YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and pray for me because I have to go live this afternoon for my Haitian broadcast. It's not easy to do a show twice a day, you know, in two different languages, you know, you know, like twice in one day, three days a week, you know, but that's something that God want me to do. God called me to do. I'm going to do it. Even if I am tired or not, I will do it. Have a wonderful day, guys. May God bless you. I will see you guys on Friday. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With Jew. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With Jew. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. 